0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 404, Community Questions. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me is my bestest buddy, Rob.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello.
0: And uh, I'm back in my own stomping grounds. All right. Hopefully I sound okay to everybody, because in my ears, I'm fading in and out really bad.
1: You sound okay. Okay, that must good. be a personal problem.
0: Could be going deaf in this one and can't hear <laughs> out the other one. So, so no, it's and my it's it's my setup. It's it's just the way the things work. All of a sudden, it gets loud with the mic, depending on where I'm sitting. But oh. as long as it comes through to everybody else, then gotcha. all is great. And hello to Carbide, our first Twitch viewer and commentator of the evening. So nice. And uh, I uh, I will say this, he's the only one here so far, but you don't want to leave, Carbide. Don't leave too early tonight. We have a giveaway that, for those that are in the Twitch, you guys are going to have the first opportunity to snag snag a little prize. So, we actually have two giveaways this evening as well.
1: Two? Can I get one?
0: uh, Negative. Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. So, anyways, we uh I don't we, like this. <laughs> we broadcast live every Sunday night, roughly around 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, at least that's what our intended time is. We usually about 15 minutes later when Rob gets ready to when he gets ready. I'm, I'm <laughs> like high maintenance. Yeah, you're high, high maintenance, maintenance
1: and also fashionably late all the time.
0: <laughs> so we are here, and uh, let's start off with what Rob has been playing this week.
1: Sure. So. Uh, this week, primarily for me, it's been the Forza 3 demo, Forza Horizon 3 demo. It finally came out the other day after we talked about it on the last show and eagerly anticipated it and were teased by the Microsoft store. But it finally came out. I don't even remember when it was Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. But man, it's like coming back to an old friend. It's. It's good times. Looks so beautiful. I can't wait for the full game to begin. It's, I think the Forza Horizon 2 demo was the same way where you basically had to start the whole thing from scratch every time that you played it. Do you remember if that was the case or was that? Yes. the?
0: Yes, I believe that was the case. And it was like yeah. the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of the game or something like that. So when you got the retail game, you when you first started it you were playing what that demo was Mm -hmm. so
1: that's right
0: so that's why i didn't play the demo i didn't touch it because i I went through
1: through it twice it's it was a good time but you know like i said it was it's like seeing an old friend and you immediately get the familiarity you're noticing all the stuff that's different you're noticing that you can't drive on the right side of the road anymore because <laughs> you're in Australia. They drive on opposite side. So if you <laughs> instinctively go to the right, you're going to have problems all the time because you're going to have cars in your face.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say that again. The game, they actually, in the game, you drive on the wrong side of the road
1: for well, us. Well, it's so we the, have wrong, side the wrong side for us. It's the wrong side for us because-
0: oh. Man. We drive
1: on the right side, right? At <laughs> oh, oh, oh. well, least I do. I don't know about you.
0: Well, I drive pretty much anywhere I can. Oh, you no, know, in real life, yeah, on the right side of the road. You, video you games, like, it's, it's open.
1: You like to drive season. on that dashed line on the road because that shows you, uh, that's, like your, uh, that's like your GPS. It tells you where to go. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's <laughs> the line you're supposed to follow, just like that's in video right. games. You put it right through the middle of your car yeah. and you drive. <laughs>
1: No, but yeah, so you're, you're driving on the left side of the road down wow. there. And if you gravitate towards the right, you just get reminded. <laughs> but uh, it actually didn't take very long to get uh, used to that. But yeah, the game's beautiful. It's a little bit of a different spin on the game because now you're trying to do Forza Festivals. You're trying to earn, well, you're trying to earn your experience points and stuff that you normally do, your credits your experience points but you're also earning fans so you can uh open festivals which is like another way to progress through the game i I would guess so in the demo we don't see a whole lot with that and then i also got to play a little bit of the online free roam this evening and i let my son play and uh man when you let an (laughs) eight-year-old play they
0: don't get very far do they
1: Uh, He actually does pretty good, but he like slammed into this guy who was somebody else that was free roaming. And then he got chased like for the next 10 minutes. (laughs) And my son was a little upset. He's like, why is he chasing me? I'm like, well, you smashed into him. That's hit and run. (laughs) It's like real life. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this game plays out now that it's going to be, um, well, like cross-platform and all, all the functionality that they're adding to it—that's brand new to Forza Horizon Three. But yeah, it's—I'm really looking forward to. You know, one thing I was thinking about was—I wonder if they purposely released these demos a little bit earlier to start building the gravitars. Because, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of people in there that. Uh, that i got to race against and i don't remember seeing anybody like from the group that supposedly didn't play it already so like i didn't see you anywhere but i saw a couple other folks yeah and uh yeah you didn't
0: see me because i was so far in front of you no no i drive it
1: Dude, I remember your Drive Avatar from Forza Horizon 2. You're not a problem. You're not a problem. I'll leave you in a dust. Oh, whatever. Yeah. The dust can, after
0: my avatar I, my yeah, slams into you. I can you talk the you talk, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so Forza Horizon, that's been my main thing this week. And there um, something else. Oh, what the heck was it? Nah, it's it's escaping me now. But uh, yeah, that's my main thing. How about you? What have you not been playing?
0: Well, if, uh, real quick, if anybody hasn't noticed, then we got the question, where's Braun? Um, Braun is out sick tonight, so he will be, he'll probably be back with us next week. Um. So what I played this week, I, again, I, as you guys heard last week, I've been traveling. I've been out of town yep. for two weeks. I got home late last night. So I and my time zones are all messed up. So I ended up waking up really early Pacific time, and it was like seven thirty this morning. I was down here hooking up my Xbox because I had disconnected it because I was going to take it with me, and then I just had way too much stuff to take, and uh, I couldn't. So I had to leave my baby here. But um, (laughs) so I plugged her in at seven thirty and started downloading some stuff and getting caught up over the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, so I played a little Dead Rising. I put that in. Oh my gosh. Man that game is dated. <laughs> it's, it's it's
1: Oh wow, yeah.
0: Uh, it's so different from Dead Rising 3 and I know it's going to be so different from Dead Rising 4.
1: Oh, so you played the the first one.
0: I I got the first one. This is Dead Rising. Yeah, okay. Uh, the triple pack came out last week. So I've got Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2 and Dead Rising 2 off the record. So I've got all three of those to play. Um I played the original Dead Rising. Back on Act uh, Three Sixty, like years and years and years ago, but I didn't like it, and because it, it was all time based. Well, then the, when Dead Rising Three came out, and they got rid of that timer. I decided to give it a try, and I loved the game, loved it. Well, this one's got the timer in it, so we're gonna give it a shot, and I'm gonna try to get through it. Um, you know, but we'll see. We'll see how much I get done because so many games are coming out here, starting like next week. Really starts there. Were a big rush. Right, right. But uh, I played a little of that. I didn't get a lot of time on that because I basically spent most of the time playing Star Trek Online. Really? Yes. I I was not aware of this until it released. And I was like, what? Star Trek yeah, Online? Did, free to play on Xbox
1: come, One? It did come out of nowhere, kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a free to play game. It's by the same people that made Neverwinter Nights, which I actually really enjoyed. Um, and uh, so I've been... I started that up today. i got to say, this game is... I'll tell you what, for free-to-play, this is a pretty darn good game. Um, If you like Star Trek or you like, you know, MMOs, uh, this is a pretty fun game.
1: Aren't you supposed to, like, carry out missions or something, like from the TV shows?
0: I don't know if they're from the TV shows, but there are missions, and you you can pick, like... You can be the Klingons or Omulans or the Enterprise or the I'm sorry, the Federation, um, and you you pick so you pick like your affiliation. And you, then you go in and it's like you select your race and your gender and all this type of stuff. So uh, so you create your character and then uh, you go through kind of a storyline and you can bring um, other people in. We haven't quite figured this one out. I think it, from what it seemed today. I got two people were Romulans and I had another guy that was with me who was with the Federation. All four of us were in a game together. We could see each other in space and and then but when I went into a mission, only one guy could follow me. The guys that were Romulans could not go on the mission. So, I think to get if you want your buddies to help you out, they all have to be on the same group or this you know you have to they all have to be the same same faction if you will so um it's probably and you know what i can see and this is a game because of that i could see myself creating three different characters and playing through all the different storylines three different times and that way when you want to play with someone or get in a group you can pick whichever race or not a faction if you will to play and then join them um, I actually think that's. I could see myself having more than one character
1: in this. Oh game. wow! Uh,
0: it does have some issues. It's uh It's. I ran into a few glitches. Uh, one did require me to log out uh, and go right back into the game, but it, it put me right where I was, and um, and I was able to continue. So it was nothing like terrible or game
1: breaking. Is, is that like those old uh, Xbox 360 updates? Remember that? <laughs> Must apply the update. Log out.
0: Oh no! This one just like yeah. like I was standing on the bridge, and it's like okay, go to the go to the um, the lift. Uh, what do you call it? Like I can't even think of it. Turbo lift. Turbo lift. Yeah. And I'm just like running in place. It's like I couldn't move, even though there was nothing in my way. Like, my, my character couldn't move. Uh, so I logged out, logged back in. I was standing in the exact same place, and then just moved forward, and it walked forward. So it was probably a server side glitch or something, because the game's all online. Sure. Um, I ended up playing for a very long time today. Most of my day, I was playing this game. Oh, really? Uh, there is ground-based wow. combat, so you have away team missions uh, where you do shoot on the ground. You are in your ship, and you do ship-to-ship battles, which those are a lot of fun. Those are my favorite part of the game. The ground-based combat's a little corny because you kind of you have like a personal shield, so it's like there's no getting in cover and shooting, and you know, it's like you're just standing there, pew, pew. You know, it's it's kind of pretty bad, and you're, you're you're using these you know phasers and stuff, so it's not like, you know, like with a machine gun, which you're using like damn no. So you can pull your trigger all day, and all it does is go pew, <laughs> pew, <laughs>
1: pew. <laughs> is <laughs> uh, it on stun? Uh,
0: no, I, I there's well, I think there's upgrades and stuff. There's yeah. so much to this game that I'm really it's really hard to get into because. Like even with Neverwinter, it was just like I didn't know what to do. I didn't understand it. There was so much to it, um, and there is here. What I don't like about the game is their HUD. It's like I can't. I don't know if it's the colors or whatnot. I cannot tell. Like, like you can. They've got like your your little diamond shaped dude, and then there's like another like a tri- uh, arrow point around it. So one of them will show you which way you're looking, and the other one's showing which way you're walking. And then and it's like instead of like some games, I prefer the games where if you turn to the right, so like like the like the map will turn instead of just your guy turning. And this one, like the map background doesn't spin, so your guy. And I don't know, I'm just having a hard time like adjusting to the little HUD map, trying to figure out where to go. Um, and then it's like there's so much detail on there that I'm like I can't even I can't see on there like when it's like because it's like just the coloring it's like like your buddies uh, your co-op partners are white you're white there's all these other things on there it's white so it's like well I got to go into like the big map maybe to try to find where your your uh, co-op partners are with but you know and I'm not trying to beat it up I mean these are pretty nitpicky things so sure um, I played for quite a while we actually got I want a big shout out to. Uh, gunny chief uh, Mars uh, warlord Mars I, he's changed his name a couple times I think he's Warlock or warlord Mars now.
2: Mars I just
0: call him Mars. Uh, Artemis 74 uh, Wrangler actual. so thank you to you four guys uh, they got on and there was another guy prodigy got on uh, but we it, so you can have five people and we thought it was six that was required to create the our fleet which is your clan. Um, and actually you can only have five people, uh, in a, in a game. So you and four friends can get together and run around. Um, okay. so we got all together, the five of us, and I was able to create the, this Xbox Live fleet. Um, so we can go in and share, we have like a shared bank, shared inventory. So people can go in, if they got stuff, they can share it. They can put it in like the bank and share it with other players. So you can go in there and take stuff and put stuff back in, share with other gamers in the group. Um. And uh, stuff like that. So, if you're looking. Just look up this Xbox Life with the spaces in the name as it should be, and uh, join our fleet. Um, and when I'll, whenever I log in, I'll go through and I'll make everybody, I'll promote everybody so they can invite other people as well. Um, so that's. Uh, but yeah, Star Trek Online. I was. It's fun. I. It's gonna take a lot though to get into it. I think. There's so much to it. The guys were saying, like, there's things you can do with altering your ship's shields and put power wow. to your shields and stuff. But you're, like, a level 20 before they even start to tell you that in the game. They're like, oh, by the way. They're like, man, I could have I known that six hours ago. It would have been great to know that. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. There's things on the screen. Like, I don't know what my character does. There's all They show you, hit this button, and they have an icon next to it. But, like, well, what does that do? You know, I don't understand what that does. Um, so there's a lot of stuff. And there's the an inventorying and upgrading items. And oh. if you played Neverwinter, then you have an idea. I mean, really it's Neverwinter themed in Star Trek, really, but it's really good. Um, they do have like these community events. Like I haven't I have I, I wasn't able to get into one earlier, and I don't know. Maybe you gotta be a certain rank before you can go into them because when I It'd be like this event in space, and this big red—I forgot what they call it—a spatial event or something. But it's like, like if everybody runs over to it, it's some big giant battle, space battle. You know, it's like one of those public events. Well, I yeah. would run into it, and it would just kind of like bounce me, or I would drive through it, or fly through it. I mean, so I don't know if you maybe you got to be a certain level before you can participate in those. I don't know. It doesn't say anything, but uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, the map trying to get around is a little confusing, but uh, there's ways to kind of you know just take some time to get to figure it out. And uh, if you hit people up, we got some very experienced players in the fleet, so you can game up, hook up with them, and ask them questions. I know they'd love to help you out. So check it out free to play game, you can put money into it if you want, but it's not required. So, okay, but again, with these types of games. You know, if you put a lot of time in it, I did. I gave money to uh, these guys for Neverwinter Nights. I actually ended up putting lots of hours into that game. I can see probably doing the same here. Um, The problem with this, I wish this game would have come out in the summer because this came out right before, I mean, next week, Forza comes out, XCOM 2 comes out, and then we hit, you know, we're going to get into the uh, Titanfall 2 and Gears 4 and battlefield one and you know i mean it's just like this was a really bad time to release this i think um they should have put this out they should have been prepared to put it out much earlier because i think this could have dominated the summertime
1: (laughs) it's a bad time to release a good game
0: (laughs) it is and it is if it was bad
1: we wouldn't care
0: (laughs) yeah so i reckon you know if you like star Trek, and i think you'll anybody that likes star Trek will like the game
1: oh yeah is it the best
0: no but it's free, and there's a just a tremendous amount of stuff to do um, and it was fun. I actually did have fun today, so
1: and it's got to be better than the mobile games that they've had over the last oh, yeah. couple of years and and this is so I'm a big track fan, and I was really excited about this, and I immediately loaded it and then once I started seeing what was involved, it was almost not intimidating, but it was like. Man, I don't have the time right now today to even like start this. It's like I'll I'll, I'll do it later, and I find myself just staying away from it just because it seems like it's so involved. And I think you kind of confirmed that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. It's but, uh. That's not a bad it? thing. No. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Check it out. Okay. All right. Oh, and again, I'm already, I'm already messing everything up by not hitting my little boxes here. All right. So let me try to get back online here. So, uh, yeah, that was what we were playing. So you can support us, become a patron by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. This is a Monthly support, so you you decide you'll go in and say, "Hey, I want to give these guys a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever," and it's uh, every month. It'll automatically take it off the debit credit card, whatever you provide, um, and then that comes to us, and uh, it's just a way for, another way for you to support the show. I want to say big thanks. We got two new patrons this uh, this week, actually. Tanks and Dragons was uh, one, and also Andrew Seuss, who we will hear from later in the show. Uh, so thank you guys, and I think. Um, Andrew, would love to have Andrew on the show, um, and I think you'll find out why, but I think it's going to be really, really tough to hook up with this guy, because he's in Australia, <laughs> but I think we need to figure something out and see if we can get him on here, so he's, uh, we get to hear from him a little bit later, but, uh, also, you, if you do not wish to... Support us every single month. I don't know why you wouldn't want to, but, you know, maybe not. And that's fine. You can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate, and that will take you to our donation page. This is a one-time donation, um, and this actually is where you'll get your name on the little dollar sign down there uh, showing the latest donation. So we appreciate that. So, if you guys want to knock Armistice off there, you gotta got to put the tip in at the donate page. Alrighty. Uh, that takes us into our topic. So, I didn't have anything this week. Um, I, I just couldn't find anything really worth, I thought, worth talking about. So, but uh, Rob came through and he's got a few things. And then I threw it out to the community and said, hey guys, what do you want to talk about? What do you want us to talk about? And they came through in fine fashion. So, Rob, why don't you give us a few nose items that you had?
1: And then we'll sure. And we'll this list. All right. Got a couple things. Uh, first off, wanted to mention that uh, we hit a milestone with the backwards compa- the compatibility list. Uh, the 360 compatibility. No. Xbox One compatibility list of 360 titles. that sound better? All right.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: So, when this program launched, was that last year that it launched? Or was it two years ago? I
0: think it's been two years. Two years, I, two years yeah, now? two years.
1: Okay. So, uh, in the two years that it's launched, and I think actually, wasn't it two years ago that it launched for preview members? And then, when that update hit, like around November-ish or something, I think that's when it went live for everybody in november I don't think they had anything in December. Anyway, no matter. They hit a milestone with that. Over 250 games are now backwards compatible. That is just a crazy amount. That's probably more titles than they have for the Xbox One. Right now. But uh yeah, they keep adding more and more titles to this every month. And uh let's let's see more. Actually, how much is really left of like really good titles.
0: Oh, I think there's still a lot. I think it's still a Aux lot. 360 had like thousands of games, 600 titles. I think. Yeah.
1: Probably really? No, oh, it's gotta be more than
0: that. Well, anyway. yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I don't know what the full library.
1: Like. It's more than five. Let's just say that <laughs> they have more than well, five, more games.
0: than 250. I know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. Um, big milestone. Very cool. Very, very cool. And then uh, the other thing that was pretty interesting was that Microsoft has sold, what was it? Over 79,000, close to 80,000, maybe over 80,000. I forget the exact number right now because I don't have the number in front of me, but uh, approximately 80,000 of the new controllers. And this is the design lab ones, right?
0: I I think it no, I don't think oh, it was it's just the custom one, but it was okay. the new Xbox One S controller. So it was the custom ones plus, plus any regular. that people went into the store and just bought like the white ones. Yeah. But, the, but they are the new ones. This is the mm-hmm. S model with the Bluetooth included. That's so a that, lot of controllers in what? Two months?
1: Because the Xbox One S the two terabyte version that shipped in like early August. So less than two months. So it's a lot of folks looking to get the controllers. Very, very nice. And uh, yeah, that's about it for the stories.
0: All right, cool. So then what we have now, um, like I said, I went into from the community and said hey guys what do you want us to talk about this week so got a couple of it looks like really three guys there were several people sounding off some of the stuff i didn't select because we had talked about it like last week um and then of course it just sparked a lot of comments and, and replies back to people so i did have to cut it off if you put something in there i apologize if we did not um cover it tonight because i did it pretty quick before we started recording and As we were starting, I was still hearing the comments come on that thread, and it was going ding, ding, ding on my Facebook. So I was like, okay, I got to cut, I got to close Facebook and cut off the cut this off at this point. So it wasn't that your question was no good. It was just we grabbed, uh, I got nine of them here, and I thought that was plenty. So the first one's from Jeremy. He says, Why should we get a Scorpio? Will it be the next Xbox or just the best way to play new games? And then what? Original Xbox games? Would you play on backward compatibility? Uh, so he's actually got three games here. So first of all, why should we get a Scorpio? And I mean, I, I think we've covered that. Again, I don't know if we really need to go into it a whole lot, but um, really, the only reason I think you're going to need it is if you have a 4K setup, right? And and or you want you want VR. So if you want 4K gaming and you want VR and or then you need a Scorpio. Period
1: you know another possibility too is if you're replacing an xbox let's say that either you're given away or you know that went out on you or something like that or you just want a second one to me sometimes it makes sense to just get the newest one or at least that's an excuse to get the new- newest one <laughs> works for me
0: yeah, yeah. um so will it be the next Xbox or just a way to play the new game? So <laughs> this has been, if you guys listen to Horrible Gamers, they they went really big into this about uh, Jesus was like, it's next gen. And, and, ah, um, uh, what's his name? Was it Ryan? I think it was Ryan. Um, Gunny's in the chat. He'll, he'll correct me, but if I'm wrong, but they were just beating up on Ryan. He's like, it's not next gen. You know, it's, It's kind of going the route of the PC. And, you know, I got to thinking about it. I was like, well, when does a PC ever truly experience a next-gen? You never, you know, do you ever really have next-gen PCs? You really don't. You're always just upgrading the hardware, right? And then things take advantage of it. In the console wars, you're always always replacing the hardware. It's like the whole box gets upgraded, and that's what makes it a next generation. Um, But uh, I think... I think most of us here, and we talked about this in the past, we all feel it is the next gen, even though Microsoft says they're not doing like another generational thing. This is kind of going away from it. Um, So we're going to have to start changing our mindset and probably wrapping around more of like thinking of this as like your iPhone or your Android phones. You know, we replace our phones every year or two years. And, you know, we don't really think of them as next generation, even the new iPhone 7 that just came out. I saw one the other day, someone uh, someone I know got one, and I was looking at it, I'm like, it's really nothing different, really, it's, it's got a faster chip, it's got a better camera, and that's about it. All the software stuff is, guess what, I got that too on iOS 10. I mean, they don't get anything other than the hardware changes. Um, so I think we can kind of look at it like the Scorpio really being kind of like that. There's some hardware changes that are going to allow for different things, but you still have the software that an original Xbox One will have. uh, So you can still play all those games. The difference is going to be VR games. You're going to have to have a Scorpio. Or if you want the 4K version of the best version, think about Gears of Halo 6 is going to come out. It's going to be 4K game. That's going to be a true 4K game without a doubt. If you want that, you're going to have to have the 4K TV and you're going to have to have Scorpio, period. It is the next evolution, the next progression, if you will. So. Yep. Uh, and what original Xbox game, Rob, go turn on the Wayback Machine. Oh, what man. game, Xbox original, would you want to play on backward compatibility? And it's not far-fetched question, because Phil Spencer said he wanted this to happen. They wanted sure. the original games on the... And they should, you know, I almost think they could do it, because... Yeah, there was a lot of Xbox games that were playable on 360. Well, not 360 is playable on the one. You'd almost think if they've got the emulation for the 360, that you could probably play your original Xbox games through that 360 emulation, right? Be an emulator on an emulator.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I know I'd want Hunter the Reckoning, so that, that's I'd play that series. In fact, I do. Someone in our community—I can't believe I forgot who it was. Is it Nadius? I apologize. Um, I forgot who gave that to me. Um, I went out and bought an original Xbox, and someone in our community sent me that game. They actually found it for me, um, and I had a. I, it's. It doesn't work. I don't. But I think it's the. I think it's the Xbox. It starts up. Um, the game starts up and. But when it goes to play it fails and I don't I don't know the disc looks great as as there's anything wrong with the discs I think it's the drive or something wrong with the box um, so I need to I need to track down another original Xbox someday and try it on there because I really want to play it <laughs> so. anything
1: man this is, this is such a hard question Mainly because I'm having trouble remembering <laughs> that back far itself. back. I remember uh, what was it? Overlord was a huge favorite of mine. And they're coming out with, I thought they came out with um, a new spin on that game recently. But that game was awesome. Um, There was also that one game with the guy and the dog.
0: Guy and the
1: I don't remember what it was called. (laughs) It was one of the first titles that came out for it. I don't know. Well, whatever it is. Um, And, you know, a lot of the games that were really popular for it, we've also got in, you know, one form or another, and it's like the newer versions of the games. You know, like the Halos. Cause what? Halo? The original Halo came out, and we've got it, that. Yep. Yeah. Halo 2? Was it Halo 2 on Halo the original or the was a 360?
0: 360 title? Okay. Yeah, because that launched Xbox Live. Uh, we got the Xbox Live multiplayer and all that.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I remember
1: Fable was Maybe that really wasn't popular Xbox,
0: because, I mean, the original Xbox had Live as well.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. It
0: was. It was on the original. So, because when they shut down original Xbox <coughs> Live, mm-hmm. the original for the original console, the people there were still people playing Halo Two multiplayer.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and they they went past the the cutoff date and Microsoft let it go for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Christoph said, "Are you thinking of True Crime? Didn't that have a dog?"
1: Maybe. It was like a German Shepherd or something.
0: Mech Warrior was one Hawk mentioned. Mech Warrior, I used to play yeah. that one too. So
1: good. Stuff. Or, uh, or oh, man, what was it? Uh, there's a couple really cool Burnout games.
0: Oh, on the I think it was Burnout Revenge, I think was on there. I think that was the one my wife even played that one. Her and I used to swap the controller back and forth on the uh, nice. What was it? Crash mode, and mm-hmm. she'd go down and do the crash. And, and see how much money she could do. And then I would do yes. it. Whoever had the higher score, the other person would play it, keep playing until they beat that score. And then they'd hand the controller back. And then you'd, you know, I'd sit there and try to beat hers. But it was oh, wow. it was awesome. We had so much fun doing that. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah the game so, was classic. Yeah, And she, the newer versions, I mean, I don't think they captured the essence of it. No. At least not... That thing, you know, where you're going through the intersection because that was so much fun.
0: It was. And you try different approaches and do different things. And it was, it was awesome, man. That was.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And, uh, Gra. Well. Was, wasn't that on the original not... Xbox? No,
0: I don't think so. I think Gra was a, uh, there was a Ghost Recon. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, I think there was a Ghost Recon on the original but Gra. And GRAW two were 360 games.
1: Okay. That's hard to remember going back 15 years. It is.
0: That's all. I I'm <laughs> lucky if I can remember what I had for breakfast, let alone so. Alright, well I think we yeah. got that okay. pretty yeah. good.
1: So. Yeah, oh heck yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, so Jeremy continues, uh says, Are you disappointed that Bioshock didn't go didn't come to backwards compatibility? Instead it went the repack of the re release and made us pay the 60 bucks. What do you think, Rob?
1: I was wondering about it. I, I thought for a long time that it would be in backwards compatibility, but I'm, I'm not surprised. It's a little bit of a cash grab and I really haven't looked at the screenshots of the new title to really know if they look all that much better. Have, have you seen it?
0: I believe it was, I want to say carbide who's in our chat tonight. I thought he posted in the Facebook group saying he was playing and it looked awesome. Okay. Um, they did do, I guess, some work to it, and the games do include like all the DLC, I believe. Right, yeah. Uh, so you get the full Bioshock package for 60 bucks, But mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, again, my thought was, well, that's just something they avoided going backwards compatibility. So my guess is the publisher said, well, we can go back compat and get nothing out of it. Or we could repackage this, put a few dollars into it to up-res everything, and re-release it and make sixty bucks on it for everybody that buys it. So,
1: and you know there were some titles that were in the back compat list. Wasn't it like Red Dead? It was thirty bucks, or was it twenty bucks? It was like twenty or thirty dollars.
0: So Redemption? you can get it for. I think when that came out, you could buy. What was it? It was. It was like $7. Really?
1: Yeah, it was like 7 bucks. Now, I remember digitally. looking at it. It was pretty expensive, so I held off on it.
0: Now, I remember the day it came out, people were nabbing yeah. it up because um i had the disc but i was like man i should yeah. almost just plunk the seven dollars down to buy the whole digital version
1: so you don't need to do this and i don't game.
0: even need the disc yeah you know yeah. just kind of that future proofing because yep you know you think you you do have the game and if you know if you lose the disc or it's it cracked or broken or scratched well then the game's no good and then you're hunting down for a new disc
2: you mm-hmm. know here it's like
0: well then i'd always have it but so i don't know what the price is today
2: right
1: Actually, right. I'll look. I'll look it up real quick. I'm curious now.
0: It didn't really disappoint. me. I, I'm not disappointed as long as they do something with it. And for me, if I was going to play them again, um, if they were backward compatible, then you have to have the disc. Otherwise, you got to buy it. And I don't have those discs anymore. So it, yeah. to me, I didn't care in that aspect. But had I had the games and wanted to play them again, then yeah, I would, then I would say, yeah, this kind of stinks that I, they're making me pay to play them again. Um, but fact that they did do some work to it at least they did that they didn't just push it out like i think this triple pack dead rising they didn't do anything to it you know these are all original i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's game game doesn't look uh oh if they did anything to them i it's hard (laughs) to tell so yeah that's more of a cash grab in, in prep of uh what you call it the the fourth one coming out
1: so yeah, Red Dead right now is 29.99. Okay.
0: Still a great game.
1: Yeah. But for 30 bucks, it would be nice to get a uh, a remastered version. But it's still it's still a good game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, so we'll the, the so the BioShock is three titles, right? Yes. So you figure they're 20 bucks each for remastered, re whatevered
0: great value yeah it is it's if you don't have any of the others right that's the question is like you know they did all this backwards compatible and they released it instead of doing backwards compatible but again the backwards compatible thing is not up to microsoft they actually have to go to the publishers and get approval to do it um so what you know because again the publishers look at it like well we could or the devs and the publishers look at it and say well we could spend a few bucks. And bring it to the platform natively, and basically resell it, and you know make more money. If they do backwards compatible, they don't really get anything unless somebody says, "Oh, I see Bioshock One is on the Xbox One Game Store. It's backwards compatible, means I can play it on my Xbox." And they've never done that game. You know, then they're gonna the the publishers, and they would get the money from that because that'd be a sale. But for someone who already had the disc, they don't they don't make any money off someone playing it again, and. That's what they want to do. <laughs>
1: so, yes. If
0: they could, they would charge us every time we played something.
1: <laughs> Not so loud. They might hear you.
0: Yeah. Oops. Scratch that. <laughs> All right. Why don't you take the next one?
1: All right. Well, uh, this is also um, another question where it goes. Uh, where do you see VR in two
2: years? You want to take that or.
0: uh Ah, that's why I said you take it. Right. <laughs> I don't know,
1: man. <laughs> so, I've got a l- little bit of speculation. I think that you know what we see today with the Oculus and you know the other systems, it's like the start. I don't think that VR is going to die out. I think it's just going to find an, a niche and it's just going to stick there. So, you know, the people that can get the experience by affording it are going to go to it. But I think a lot of people you know, that aren't hardcore gamers, they're, they're going to stay away. And we're probably going to see more and more augmented reality. That's where, you know, it's sort of like the HoloLens type of experience where you see generated whatever in your environment. So like you see something sitting on a table or on the floor or on the wall. I think we're going to see more of that stuff because just, uh, you know, the full on Oculus and, you know, uh, Vive experience, it's, it's just, it, it block, it sucks you into an environment and you don't know what's going on and you need to be careful. There's a liability thing, you know, like what happens if you fall off and you, uh, you know, hurt yourself on your table or who, fall downstairs, who knows? Um, I,
0: I see a lot of that happening. I mean, look yeah. how many people broke their TVs with the Wii remote. Sure. You right? Know? And, I mean, now people are... Yeah. I see a lot of people, man. I, people, I wouldn't be surprised to see someone actually die by, you know, tripping or falling over their glass coffee table or cracking mm-hmm. the skull on their entertainment center. I mean, you know, people... Not everybody has a lot of space and a big empty room to play in. And even those... this. Uh, the systems I've seen now, where these guys—they got—they're still corded. They got a cord that runs from your device to your head. So you still got this cord that can trip you up too. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting couple of years. But I'm with you. I, I, I don't know if it's—I don't know if it'll stick around. I think it's going to eventually go away. It's kind of really? my thought, and I think it'll die off faster than motion controls did. Oh wow! I I think it'll, you know, I think this year and next year, I think will be, it's probably most popular
2: because it's new and it's
0: going to be available for everybody in the consoles. And I think a lot of people are going to get it just to try it out. But then I think it's, I mean, have you, did you watch, was a giant bomb did this thing with all these different games in VR and they were, Oh yeah. It was like hours. I'm I'm sitting there like, this is stupid. Like someone was sitting in an office oh, take this file and put it over here. It's like the, the game was them working in an office. I was like, really? Another one was this kitchen game that was so pathetic. You know, he's like, oh, I'll take this cup and I'll pour juice and I'll stick it here and I'll ding the bell and it magically disappears. And It's like you're a kitchen and a short order cook or something. I was right. just like, it looked so stupid. Every I didn't see anything that looked like, oh my gosh, I gotta play this. You know? So I think they've got, from what I've seen so far, you've got the really stupid stuff like that. And then you've got the stuff that's going to be freaking over-the-top amazing, but it's going to be so good that you're going to wet yourself like that, uh, was it Resident Evil 7 uh, demo? You know, it's going to be like all these horror things. So I think there are going to be like a lot of horror games in that can really mess you up, you know, because they, I just, I don't know. I, I, just, I just don't see this thing lasting. It takes you putting head stuff on your head and blocking off everything. And people with glasses, that creates another problem. You know, it, you know uh, I just don't know if it's going to last. They're really going to have to come up with some amazing experiences to keep people vested in it.
1: Well, one thing that I think that is um, pretty interesting is that using this VR experience, there's a, there's a, I don't know if you would call it a game or an experience uh, at Madame Tuss- Tussauds. Tussaud's or I think it's the Wax Museum. Yes, yes. Yeah. Did you hear about this? The Ghostbusters thing?
0: Uh-uh.
1: So uh, this is in New York City. It's like $50 or something to play this game. And what you do is you strap on, you know, some kind of VR headset and you wear a backpack, which is probably where the computer is or laptop or whatever it is. So you, you strap the system, you know, or you wear a backpack essentially. And then you have like a go- this little plastic gun and you put this, um, you know, you put everything on and it's a shared experience with a couple of different people. And what you do is you walk into the space and you're living the Ghostbusters experience where like you're walking through a room and you see a table. You can actually touch the table because there's a table there really in real life.
0: So that's like an AR, not VR.
1: Well, it's VR. VR where you're not looking at the real table, you're looking at a computer generated table. You can't I don't think you can see like your buddies, let's say, like if you and I went in there. You can't see me, but you see a computer generated version of me. And you know, you look like a ghostbuster, you're wearing like the whole backpack, you're you know, you got the ghostbuster's what plasma gun or whatever it is. Right? And you're totally inexperienced, but you're moving through an environment that's built for this experience. So you're experiencing VR in terms of what you see and what you hear, but you can also feel the environment because if you back up against the wall in a hallway, you're in a real hallway. So you have those like physical limitations as well. And on this one board board game podcast that I listened to, they were talking about it. And this one guy was saying is like he wasn't really thinking that he was going to get into that experience as much, but this one section has you like step out onto the ledge of some kind of building. I guess you're chasing a a ghost or whatnot. Uh You have to step out onto the ledge, and he's like, "I wouldn't go," (laughs) (laughs) just because you know you just see everything, like you know you see the drop. It's it's very real. Yeah,
0: but see, and something like that's different though. That's okay. you going somewhere oh, and you're see. in a dedicated space set up for that one True. single experience. True. So that to me, I would probably love that. I think that would be awesome. It'd be mm-hmm. very expensive, but I can see like VR being at an amusement places, um, uh, places like you just mentioned, but not in the home because your homes right. don't have that setup. And True. you don't you don't have the space, and and you really can't run through a environment room to room, um, and it, get that experience like like what you said like if they're going from different rooms and they can step out on a ledge, and all of a sudden they're they're getting rained on, or maybe maybe they're walking out on a metal walkway, but in the headset they're seeing something else, but it's all. Right. They're gonna feel that. They're gonna hear the outside noise, maybe, or they're gonna they're gonna feel the cold wind, and they're like, whoa, I am stepping out on a ledge," you know. Mm-hmm. But they actually are changing rooms. You can't do that in your, you know, in, in your
1: house. True. Right. So
0: right. I think the experience is gonna be like the very first time someone does it. I imagine a lot of people that get PlayStation VR for the first time coming out this year, they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is great!" But we thought the same thing about Wii Bowling. Yeah. You know, a month or two later, it's like it's probably never going to be touched. It's going to collect. Dust.
1: Right. Yeah. Nobody wants any part of it.
0: Right. It's just like, well, this is boring and we're getting all this um, garbage games that people are quickly, because you're going to get a lot of people quickly throw in anything on VR to sell it because people are going to want to buy it because it's something new, but there's really the, I think the, I think it's going to run its course a lot faster than what motion controls did. I really do. Sure. If you look at yeah. it today, the, the Wii U doesn't have motion controls, right? The, right. the PlayStation never really, they did provide it, but it was never a big thing for them. You know, Microsoft got in with Kinect. Now we have Kinect, and it doesn't do a single freaking game. You know, I think there's, what, three games on the Xbox One that use Kinect controls? You know, that's Seems it. it's like gone. It. Yeah. It's, it's Now it's become basically voice commands and stuff like that. So even that's going to go away. Um, you know, so I do think VR is going to run its course a lot faster just for that same type of the experience you're, you're overselling it and it doesn't work in a room, but like what you said would be awesome. And I'd pay for that. Mm -hmm. That would be fun to be a ghostbuster.
1: Yeah. For, for the home experience, it's gotta be something that is, you know, that, that has you still and the world moves around you. Like, um, I remember, um, I think it was for the PlayStation. There's a game where, you're in a car, like you're a passenger in a car, something like that you can experience because you don't need to move. You're sitting just like, let's say you normally would be when you're, you're playing games. The problem is going to be when people like walk around and stuff that is going to be the experience that is going to be not necessarily limited by the technology, but very limited, let's say by liability because you strap those goggles on, you are shut out from the world around you, both audio and visual. Because I've got the Gear VR that I use with my phone. You put your headsets in, you don't know what's going on in the room. You don't know who's there, who's around you. Um, you know, somebody could be picking your pocket for all you know, <laughs> or tapping you on your shoulder while you're playing uh, Aliens versus Predator.
0: Can you and, imagine and, an Aliens vs. Predator in VR?
1: No, no. I, it's, you wouldn't I, I, even I just, do it, you? No, I I would not play it. I would no, not I don't think I would it. either. No, 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 no. <laughs> too scary, too
0: scary. Oh, as but, soon as I hear the freaking, that little um, motion tracker, the, the, the <laughs> sound from that, just, no, that creeps me out, dude. As soon as that came on, I'd be like, I'm out of here. I'd be ripping yeah. it off and running for the door. <laughs>
1: yeah, you go from, like, heart rate... You know, hundreds to like 150 like that. (laughs) Well done, uh, Ridley Scott or whoever did him. But
0: uh, regardless, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, where it is in two years.
1: Yeah. So you think it's going to fade away? I think it's going to evolve. What we have today is not what we're going to be.
0: I, I think, like, the HoloLens, honestly, is a better reality. I think that's something that will continue because yeah. I can see that. I still don't quite get it, but I can see that being used, which is what they've been marketing towards is, like, the medical field, uh, you know, design and stuff like that. I can see businesses and making use of something like a HoloLens device, but not VR. You know, to me what VR needs to go for it to really be of any value uh still is like a holodeck, but then that still doesn't help the home consumer. Right. You know, i love a holodeck. Anybody that's watched Star Trek knows what a holodeck is, you know. That's the dream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I really think that, you know, right now in our mindset, we're really looking for the like with telecommunications, we're looking for that. Like cell phone experience, like especially now what we have nowadays in twenty sixteen, but the products that we physically have in terms of VR are essentially like the telegraph, and it's going to be a while. It's going to change, and I think we just don't fully understand the technology yet, as as to what we're going to get. I don't think of this whole goggles thing. It's you know there will be experiences like that, but I don't think it's going to be the VR that we're going to come to know and love. So, okay. <laughs> I think we talked that one.
2: Yep. pretty um, good.
0: So the next one's from David. He asks Microsoft, uh, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft has developed Scorpio to run 4k natively. He wanted our thoughts. And I believe that was, he was basically asking and comparing it to how the PS4 the recent announcement last week that their 4k is being upscaled. I think we should, Avoid this question. The reason why is I'm going, I know, uh, Christoph, uh, we got a question about this from our community later on in an email. And I actually reached out to Christoph because he's, you know, this is what he does. He does AV stuff. And and I actually invited him on tonight, but he was unable to make it. But he did send us a voicemail. And he wants to talk about this directly. Um, So I'm going to let him answer that. Actually, why don't I just run it now?
1: Um, oh, and, and by the way, Christoph is a fierce competitor on Forza Horizon Three.
0: Oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me. Hopefully, I don't blast. Oh no, I don't want that. Try it this Hopefully, this don't blast anybody.
3: Hey guys, this is Chris uh, Christoph on Xbox Live. Hey, I just wanted to chime in with uh, my two cents about Sony's HDR update for original PS4s. I feel like Sony's not telling us something. Uh, it might show up soon because I think the HDR update is live now, so sites like Digital Foundry will be testing this uh, to see if it's true or not. Um, but true hdr 10 requires the connection HDMI 2.0a, which is a new connection standard, to support the bandwidth for HDR. Both the original PS4 and Xbox One only have HDMI 1.4. Uh, people have confirmed that. It requires that additional bandwidth for HDR to add what they call metadata, which is the ability to add additional color and brightness information to every single frame of video. HDMI 1.4 simply doesn't have the bandwidth to accommodate that. So a lot of people are thinking that maybe to accommodate HDR, they're dropping something else like HDCP, which is basically digital copyright protection. But any company that's done that in the past has been sued by, you know, Hollywood and video production companies uh, for, for circumventing copyright protection. So unless they're technical wizards over there at Sony, this won't be true HDR, uh, at least on the original PS4s. And if they did figure it out, you can bet Microsoft will be right on their tail with the original Xbox Ones. Anyways, great show, guys. Keep up the great work. I will talk to you later.
0: Cool. So what do you think, Rob?
1: That's good info
0: um yeah we've got a question later on and we'll get to it in emails but they're basically the was a lot of that thinking the very same thing so i appreciate uh christoph uh sending that in for us so uh we'll let him he's the expert we'll let him answer
1: that for david oh yeah was <laughs> that the one that he sent in uh, after we started yes, yes. okay
0: 'Cause uh he he as t- soon as we started, he's like, Hey, can I send you if I send you a voicemail to answer that question? Mm-hmm. Uh do you uh will you be able to play it? And I said absolutely. So because I knew he was sending it, so I was looking for it. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move to the next one.
1: All right, uh here, I'll take that one. So Jeremy writes in, I can't stand Madden seventeen but loved sixteen. It's sometimes um or is some is sometimes more not a good thing. The menus and additions have made it hard for anyone to just pick up and play. I yeah. haven't played Madden, so I can't really comment on this one.
0: I haven't played Madden in a long
1: time. Yeah, where's Brun? Yeah. Sick. So. <laughs> no Maybe I, he's sick of the menus.
0: <laughs> I do um I will say this, I know in some of the other sports games. That I've played, I haven't played a, a, a several for a couple years now, but I do feel like, I think it was some of the NBA games, were just like, I didn't even know how to get to a game. There were so many menus and so many different things. I was like, I just want to play, in, uh-huh. you know, if that's the way Madden's done it. And then I know Madden was always like, in the game, there was just so many choices and options of what plays you were going to run. It was just like, wow. Um, you know, I'm just not smart enough or quick enough to get through all that. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, probably just like, both. Uh, that's why I like. Um, uh, oh, what was that? Uh, oh, come on, I can't even think of it now. The the old basketball game, NBA Jam.
1: Oh, NBA is Jam! Is it the shoes? I mean, it was, yeah. I
0: love that. It was simple, simple game, fun <laughs> to play. I don't need eighteen hundred bazillion options. You know, just is it the shoes? He's on fire.
1: <laughs> so. That was classic. That <laughs> one and NFL Blitz.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: and wasn't there a hockey one
0: probably all right um before i move on i did notice in the twitch chat um, hawk was talking about his uh he got his connect adapter and he was like uh he made it made a comment about yeah it is big and he asked me to show the box so let me grab it rob you get you got entertained for a second
1: <laughs> sure In silence. Where are you going for this box? Are you going uh, across the street? All right, I'm back. <laughs> Where, so, where'd you go? Did you go to Best Buy for this box? Whatever. Did just... you go to Fry's?
0: So, let me... I don't know. Of course, I can't see the camera. It's going to be a few seconds. <laughs> Hopefully, you can see this, but this is, a, like, this is a giant box. This was an adapter for the Connect. And I figured it was just going to be like a little tiny, you know, I figured it would be something like this, like a little USB. Yeah, that's pretty large. You plug in one. But no, I get this gigantic box and there's a power brick. So there's a cord into the power brick, the power brick into this little, this, I say little, this box. Then you plug, it's got a cable out. And you plug your connect like into the back end of here. And then you plug this into your Xbox S. Yeah. It's a big box. No wonder it's like $50 or whatever they're charging for it. I'd pay for the box. <laughs> so anyways, I yeah. just wanted to show that. I know Hawk, Hawk was having a discussion of, oh, show the sides, he says. So, yeah, So yeah, I mean, you can, you know, that's the side of it, how wide it is.
1: So by making that Xbox One S smaller, it, did they leave all of that stuff out of it? <laughs>
0: well, they, yeah, well, they took the power brick out. Yeah. No, they put the, i sorry, they had to probably, because they had to put the power inside the box. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's, <laughs> it just wasn't what I was expecting, so. But anyways, uh, let's see. So, Christopher says, what are you looking forward to playing? I just take it that he's asking about the rest of the year. I think, I'm really, I'm excited for a lot of things. XCOM 2,
1: uh, Forza 3,
0: sure, yeah, Titanfall 2's probably my most that I'm excited for um, and gears of war four and dead rising four. I think those are my particular games that I'm really stoked about to to play. How about you, Rob?
1: Yeah, a couple of those uh, as well. And then uh, also dishonored. That one comes out in November. Um, I'm drawing a blank on anything else. I think we hit most of the big titles, right?
0: Are you looking forward to Battlefield or Call of Duty?
1: Not really. <laughs> no, not Battlefield. I've skipped the last couple of Call of Dutys. I, I said
0: know. I wasn't going to buy the last one, and then I guess I did somewhere because I—I <laughs> don't even think I've played it. I don't know. I have no idea. I must have been bored one day and bought it for—I don't
1: know. Stupid Xbox Store, being. Oh, I know. Tell me So that. easy.
0: Um. You already talked about Forza Horizon Three. So Jeremy asked about the the demo. He said it was amazing. The variety of stunts and water effects are awesome.
1: Oh yeah, the rain is very cool. The water on the the beach. Yeah, awesome. They they did a lot of a lot of work on this
2: one.
0: Uh, Christopher says, talk about XCOM Two and Titanfall Two. I don't really have much to say about it. Other than I want both. I've got both pre-ordered, and
1: yeah. I so for. let me ask this question. So with Xbox two is the graphics card and the CPU in the Xbox one enough to run this game. <laughs> or is it's it going to run slow.
0: I have no idea what it is. I couldn't run it on my PC. So, yeah, but, uh, well I could, but it was, I think it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. It, yeah. it doesn't need to be, I don't need it to be ultra on this. I just, Xbox XCOM is a, a fun game. I just want it to be fun. I think it'll look good. I have liked the last two XCOM games on the 360. I think it'll look better than those did. So, yeah. Um, last question for the community this week, Christopher again uh, says, "What are your pl- what do you plan on using our Xbox Club for?" Uh, and he's referring to the new this Xbox Life group or club that is available. to preview members, um, where you can join our club right on the da- right from the dashboard. I guess I still need to go. I need to go boot up my original Xbox um, because I haven't seen it yet. And my S is not in the preview program and it will not get in the preview program. I'm keeping that one out, Um, but I'm, I'm keeping my other one in. So I need to go boot that up and look at the club and see what it looks like. Um, But he says, uh, and he says how, and how's wingman cannot use bad language even when he, even when he dies because the club is a bad language free zone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we'll have to boot you, then. Well, first of all, if Brun made me, uh, or was that you that set it up? That was you, right?
1: I set it up, yeah.
0: So did you make Brun and I admins?
1: You, um, I think Brun joined, so I made him an admin. You haven't joined yet.
0: Oh, well, I, okay, but you can make me an admin, right? Maybe. Well, then, see, I just simply will change it to not be a bad language zone. <laughs> <resume. laughs> No, it's it's. I try not to, guys. I really do. I, I I just need to quit playing when I get stupid and start using <laughs> foul language. So, but no, we. Pre- I appreciate. In fact, I, we had a one of our entries. I forgot to mention this. One of the entries that we got from the um, Halo Master Chief Collection. Um, they actually said, "Hey, I'm I'm new. Been listening to the show for a little bit. They're new to Xbox One. They they really like the show, and they really like that we are clean." You know, so I, you know, we we strive to make it a clean show that you can listen to with your friends and family and kids, and sure. it's great to hear from people that appreciate that. So that's why we do it, because people do appreciate that.
1: Absolutely, because uh, I know with my son, we watch a lot of uh, videos on YouTube and such, and you know, you you sometimes want to share the gaming experience with your kids and your family, and you know, you don't want to have it be R rated and you know have to like cup your hands over their ears
0: and i mean you know not and it's you know everybody in our group is uh, for the most part everybody i've ever spoke to or met uh there are adults but you know what not everybody wants to hear that garbage you know and uh, unfortunately i do try to keep it but when i get upset or stressed i tend to curse so i will have to not do it or rob and brun will kick me from the group yeah but um i I think uh, I'm not really sure what we're going to plan to do with the group. I don't really know what you can. I haven't seen it yet. So um, after we're done recording tonight, I'll go boot up my other Xbox one, another room and see if I got the update and go look at it and see, but I'm hoping that we can plan. I'm hoping that there's ability to like schedule events like FNL, and then we can put in FNL in there, saying, we're going to play, you know, four three tonight, or we're going to do this. And that way people can go and look and go, okay, TXL is doing this. And then, I'm hoping that there's ways to pull people into the games, or just you know make message boards, or kind of have. A, maybe we'll end up moving our group from Facebook into this club and just mm. get away from Facebook. You know, then then it's truly you have to have an Xbox, you know, to <laughs> to be able to even get in it. Um, you know, that will help keep out the PS4 fanboys, right? Um, <laughs> I I really don't know what we can do. I'm just hoping to.
1: And, and it's a brand new feature also. So, you know, they're, they just rolled it out last week. It seems very minimal right now. We've got about two dozen folks in there and you can usually find like in the evenings, a couple people sitting in the group. And, um, you know, at this point it's not available to the general public again, like, like you had just said, Mark. So, yeah. I'm not um, even in it yet. Yeah, so uh, attendance is a lot lower than when it gets fully released, but oh, yeah. I think it's a pretty slick feature, and uh, you know a lot of folks are definitely going to take part in it when it becomes generally available. I Absolutely. mean, it seems I'll almost like, like all a, a big time, party. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's like making our own Horizon Festival. Yeah. Maybe I don't know.
0: All right, so let me. I think I got to probably switch. Another graphic here, so I think you gotta look through this da, 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 da. so you can leave us a voicemail if you wish uh, go to our website the sixboxlife.com and click on the right to leave us a voicemail. but before we do hear our voicemail that we have for tonight, I do want to say that we have been given Osman Osman or Ozzyman, or Osman sure how he pronounces it o-e-o-z-e-m-a-n um he gave us another halo master chief collection code to give Sweet. away and what i decided to do is out of all the people that entered last time that had correct answers that didn't win i just randomly drew a number from those that were still left and picked one of them so those that did i win before were, Ah, uh, you did not. I kicked you out. Oh. You were ex. You were excluded. No. But Lily in two K three, you win. So I will send you your code today. Sweet and, uh, via Xbox Live. And congratulations, and a big thanks to Osman. Appreciate that. All right, and for all of those in our Twitch, um, you guys get first crack at this. And if and if you already have it, or you don't want it. Then go ahead and leave it. And for those listening audio, whenever Rob gets around to releasing it... <laughs> just kidding, Rob. Um, no, you can not. try and see if the code is still available, but we are going to post a code um, for Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, courtesy of Skin. That is his gamer tag. So, actually, I'm going to let Rob... Oh, actually, I'm going to play... Uh, so I'll post that into Twitch in just a moment so you all can get ready and uh, to do your own copy and paste trick. And uh, so I'll pull that out in a minute. But while we're doing that, I'm going to play our this other voicemail we got from Andrew. And uh, I will say, Andrew, apologize. We didn't get your full voicemail. It cut off after a minute and 20 seconds. So I don't know if that's a cutoff on our end or your end or what happened. But you are certainly welcome to... Send another one in to finish your thought. I'd also like to say that he did send us an email. And I I think he was going to go in. He was talking about, the uh, in this voicemail, he talks about he didn't like the uh, soundtrack in Forza 3. So he created an alternate Australian-themed Spotify song list for our listeners. And it's called This Sunburnt Life. So if you're on Spotify, you can check out This Sunburnt Life. Australian themed playlist. So let me get let's play his voicemail and then I will get that code for you guys in Twitch in Twitch. Oh I didn't want to do it that way. I keep launching the wrong app. Too much to do. Here we go.
2: G'day this Xbox Life. Richard Seuss here, gamertag Dixie Turner, your Patreon supporter from Melbourne, Australia. This weekend I've played the Forza Horizon 3 demo with my brother. I've relocated from Sydney to Melbourne just recently, and I took a divergent car trip the long way around the Great Dividing Range, Mountain Range, to reconnect and feel the old bones of this sunburnt country. When I was playing Forza Horizon 3 demo, to see the title screen and to get the immediate recognition of the Australian bush, the stark blue sky, and to see the last of our hero V8 ute cars, the Ford FP V roll onto the screen, it connected me to our enormous outback. In Australia we're facing the certain and imminent collapse of our car industry and we're seeing a surge in the urbanisation of the nation. This game to me seems to be the last hurrah of the spirited outback which I knew. What is not authentic in the in the game, however, is the contemporary soundtrack. The the radio station seems to be as tagged on as putting a, a pop song on the end credits of a of a film just to sell the the C D soundtrack when it's really not linked to what we're seeing at all. In Australia, a car which is tuned by a manufacturer for local conditions does not
0: so that's that's where we lost oh. it.
1: <laughs> i want to hear more
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> i first thought i was like oh what did i do i thought i did something wrong and then no that's that's all there was so i i you know i don't know where where we lost it um but uh apologize that's what we have so andrew do feel free to leave out. maybe we've got a please a minute and 20 <laughs> seconds so that's like 80 seconds i don't know if we have a cutoff on our voicemail
1: no there's. i didn't i didn't think ours did no. at any limit right? Well, maybe it's something new.
0: We'll have to double check on that. So, yeah. But, uh, uh, and <laughs> Rob, I don't know if you're reading the Twitch, but people are thinking you're an animatronic cause you're not moving. And they're talking about how many times you've blinked. <laughs> <laughs> Dark crystal. Yeah, said gonna... We, we spared no expense on a Rob bot. <laughs> yes. so, anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's funny so um i did post the code in the in the twitch room for banjo kazooie nuts and bolts um if you guys did take if anyone took it please let me know because if no one in the room is taking it if you already have it or whatever then i'm going to i'll say it here so our audio listeners can have a shot at it as well all right um takes us to emails we've got the two of them again both from night lord 40k and rob this is where you earn your paycheck
1: all right here we go
0: make, make sure so you first, move a little bit while you're reading them so everybody knows you're not a robot well
1: i i can't move because i need my microphone space all right all right so first one is from uh well night lord 40k i'm a huge xbox fan and supporter but I am also a gamer first. So I do play PlayStation for their exclusives. During the last PlayStation conference, they announced that the launch PlayStation 4s and the Slims would receive an update to support HDR like the Xbox One S. Well, I did indeed receive the update and went to settings. And as they said, the feature was included in the update. I activated the HDR setting on the console and then loaded up, Resistance Shadowfall to check out the HDR, and I noticed absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. What?
0: Killzone. Uh, that's Killzone Shadowfall. He okay? Are you reading? Did I miss that? I thought I corrected it in there.
1: Oh, there's. A, he uh, sent me an email. Second one. It. Okay, yeah, I'm reading the second one now.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I, I thought I'd update it. My bad. He he corrected it, so he knew okay. it was Killzone. Resistance is one Sony title. Killzone's another, yeah. so he so, called me. I just okay. I, just, I Lo- guess I missed it in the updates. Sorry.
1: Okay, so uh, loaded up Killzone Shadowfall to check out uh, the HDR and noticed absolutely nothing different. I have a 40-inch Samsung 4K UHD TV that supports HDR10. It meets the specs required completely. But there is absolutely no difference at all. The Xbox One Fat and the base model PS4 support HDMI 1.4, and the Xbox One S and the PlayStation Pro support HDMI 2.0. I was pretty sure that the 2.0 was required for HDR output, and that is why the launch Xbox One will not support it. I have become very skeptical. About the actual function of hdr on the launch model playstation because it changes nothing in image quality at all on the launch ps4 i really think this is an underhanded update to the ps4 to make the appearance that the playstation has an hdr feature like the xbox one s when in actuality it is a setting that you can turn on and off that does absolutely nothing if you guys own a ps4 have you experienced this and what do you think i think this is a pretty low thing for sony to do to make the appearance that the launch ps4 has an hdr feature just because the xbox one s does yeah it's pretty shady if uh that's the case
0: yeah um it'll be interesting like like christoph said digital foundry will definitely be testing and they'll have this out, and you know, we will definitely share either way. I, I'm sure someone will say, "Yep, it's there," or "It's not," and we'll let you know. You know, we, mm-hmm. we if it is, great. That that's cool. Um, then I hope that uh, Microsoft's able to answer and do some kind of software update as well. But I yeah. really kind of think that um, I think Christoph and uh, Nightlord Forty K are onto something here. They're both saying the same thing, <laughs>
1: so. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: You've got to have the hardware to be able to do it. So.
1: Oh heck yeah! All right, so uh, that's it for the community stuff, right?
0: And um, what was were the? Oh, were these emails both the same? No, oh, they were different, right?
1: One, the bottom one is the updated one.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. so we only have one email from
1: him yeah so i switched to the bottom one after you corrected me
0: okay all right um okay okay, cool thank you for the voicemail So let me get back over here and change my image correctly so uh what is the next one we are on twitter Twitter. so twitter.com forward slash the xbox life to follow our twitter feed or we
1: also have new links so to follow us on Twitter, yeah, you can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. It'll take you there. You can get to our Facebook group by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Facebook. Sweet. I'll
0: have to update the images.
1: All right, Rob. Yes.
0: What's new this
1: week? Good question. <laughs> this week's retail rela- releases are anybody's guess. Uh, we've got a couple of things. Um, Let's see here. What's today's date? 18th. Okay. Uh, Destiny Rise of Iron. Is that one coming out?
0: Uh, yeah, I do believe we Destiny don't
1: trust was- these lists anymore.
0: I don't trust the list, but I do believe Destiny yeah. is this week. Okay.
1: <laughs> Killer Instinct Definitive Edition. Or is this a new season?
0: This will be uh, yeah, season
1: three. Three. I think, yeah, three is right. Destiny the Collection. Batman, Batman, the Telltale Series, Episode 2, Children of Arkham. Game called Last Fight. Also, Dear Esther. Firewatch. We talked about that one briefly last week. Virginia. Eventide, Slavic Fable, maybe. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for this week. And for the Xbox 360, we're looking at a slow website. We're looking at, do, 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 here we go. Do, do, do. I guess nothing. <laughs> nothing
0: Nothing at all. What we're looking at is an upgrade to the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have in your future. <laughs> right.
1: Are they going to add uh, 4K to the Xbox 360, Mark? through an update
0: they should because the ps3 they're gonna they're gonna, (laughs) they're gonna add
1: the ps4 update if you apply the ps4 updates to your 360 you can get 4k Sure, why not
0: that makes
1: sense exactly so uh that was it for the retail releases this week games with gold just switched a couple of days ago about two three days ago this we're recording this on the 18th of september so for xbox 1 you have a couple more weeks to grab Earthlock Festival Festival of Magic. I've heard this one's actually not too bad. And then uh I, Assassins.
0: I loaded that up. I turned it off about 2 minutes later.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really reminds me of some of these mobile mobile games I, that some people are just crazy about. I just
0: couldn't Well, this was the one I think where I, I was like you were a girl walking into a school to talk to somebody and I was bored immediately. Yeah. Like I never even got to the game. I was like, oh boy, I'm done. I just it, It's one of those right off the bat, I don't even want to bother with it. It's like, okay, this is why it's free. and I, I've heard it, yeah, same thing, good stuff, but I couldn't.
1: Yeah, you didn't judge it, did you?
0: No, I didn't. No, I i, I never <laughs> yeah. gave it a chance. But yes. You, you got to hook me. Come on. I got yeah. other things to do. I got other games to play. If you can't hook me right off the bat, I'm out. hmm <laughs>
1: And then also uh, the new one for the second half of September and early October is Assassin's Creed Chronicles, China. I played the India one all the way through. The China one's not too bad. I need to go ahead and finish that. There's also one more of the Russia one. Uh, I've actually enjoyed these uh, a fair amount. So uh, that's a good one right there. For Xbox 360, we have Mirror's Edge. So grab that one if you haven't grabbed that one already. And also keep in mind that Mirrors Edge is a backwards compatibility title so that uh, you can play it on your Xbox One. Okay. Then uh, also if you're on if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, just go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon each and every time that you make your purchases on Amazon. Uh, Just click through the little affiliate banner that we've got over there. Uh, Each and every time doesn't cost you anything extra. We get a little finder's fee for sending you their way. And uh, it definitely helps out the show. Also, if you're on iTunes, uh, find the show, give us a five-star rating and a little bit of a review, and we will uh, read your review on a future show and then also uh the more reviews that we get the more chance we have of becoming a featured show and uh you definitely want to be a featured show on there so uh, that's about it do you have anything else uh, you want to say in uh, closing there mark
0: i think that's it for me
1: yeah ditto so 404 is a wrap
0: Woo-hoo. all right well we thank you guys for joining and uh, it- participate in each and every week and uh, we'll hopefully have grown on here next week and uh yep. if you guys see us hit us up on live and uh, we'll be playing some star trek online Woo-hoo! all right all right i am mark aka wingman 709 taking off
1: and i'm rob also known as pre thanks for listening everybody